Welcome to Karate Kid Minute, a podcast where we discuss the original 1984 classic, The Karate Kid, one smelly minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And joining us today from Game That Tune and Best Your On Podcast for the last time this week, Jesse Moore. Welcome hey. back. Hey. Hey. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, we're all still in the, the Cobra Kai dojo. Um, this is Minute 24 of The Karate Kid. It begins with a sudden realization. <laughs> And ends with lunch with Ma. <laughs> uh, and yeah, yeah, the minute starts with Johnny's hey! <laughs> <laughs> hey! Hey! And the Cobra Kai's all bow, revealing Mr. Johnny Lawrence. What? <gasps> dun dun dun. This is just, I again, another just iconic moment of Karate Kid. I always think about this. Just the. Everybody bowing, and then oh, can you imagine? Just like your mortal enemy is just in it, and he just kind of looks back at you like, and, and, and then he almost laughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an iconic shot. It's they. It's used quite often in like retrospectives of this and uh, yep. anything. Yep. But uh, yeah, William Zabka is just a, a natural in the dojo. He like um, he looks like he belongs there. Guys. So <laughs> um. I'm gonna ask you guys: Should Daniel have been more wary walking into this place? Uh, what do you mean? Should he have guessed this would happen? You mean? I guess. Uh, what do you think, Jesse? I mean, he really had no idea that these guys. Like, yeah, he knew they knew karate, but I mean, he didn't know which dojo they were in, or even if they were in a dojo, they could have just been a bunch of, you know, California karate toughs. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go over the evidence I, we have uh, we have seen so far in this movie. Um, number one, I mean, we don't see the sign when he's walking in uh, this time, but there is a sign we see later when uh, Daniel and Miyagi uh, leave Cobra Kai Dojo. That there's a giant sign out front that says Cobra Kai. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> On the beach, the guys all wore red oh, yeah. leather jackets and they oh. all had cool Cobras on them. I suppose, but maybe it's a, a McDojo and it has uh, oh, <laughs> it yeah? has uh, outlets all over. Oh, come down to Cobra Kai <laughs> in in uh, Reseda and, and the Valley. I don't know. Da, da, oh, yeah, which da, part da, of, da. which part of town is this in? Mm, well, they're rich kids. You'd think they'd be in the rich part of town. This isn't the rich part of town, is it? Uh, no, uh, nope. I believe. Well, it's actually in two different places, but we'll get to it. <laughs> uh, where it is in the story, I really don't know. Um, it's across the street from the Orient Express restaurant. I, I have no idea. Um, Daniel, my next bit of evidence is that Daniel knows that Johnny is into karate and calls him King Karate. <laughs> and finally, my last bit of evidence is on the beach, Allie yells at Johnny. And it says, why don't you take your little Cobra Kai's and get out of here? <laughs> so I don't know how well Daniel was listening. Maybe he misheard and thought she said Cobra guys. Because they're all wearing Cobras on their shirts. Yeah. Maybe they're just really into snakes. Like, hey, we're the Cobra guys. <laughs> they're going to be heptologists or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's their gang name, the Cobra guys. 
Cobra guys. Yes. The Cobra guys. I think that's a podcast too. Isn't that the people that fought against GI Joe? <laughs> yes, of course. The Cobra Commander, <laughs> Destro, yeah, and Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny. Cobra guys. Uh, yeah. I. I. So. So yeah. The iconic smirk. Over the the heads of the other bowing Cobra guys, and then the pan back to Daniel, who's just like, he went from like you know interested and like psyched, you know, to like, oh come on, <laughs> you're kidding me, just completely crushed. <laughs> and so we get into fighting positions, hey! and then we start off with our jab punches. And yeah, there I we have two different cuts here, and this is another one of those like anal minute by minute kind of things, but. When we see Daniel get up and start leaving, he Ralph Macchio has has Daniel like going, oh, boy, got to get out of here as quick as possible. (laughs) And then we have the cut to him going through the door where he kind of stops and just like glares back at Johnny and and just like, oh, you know, like angry. So I don't know. It's just funny how it kind of goes from he maybe maybe in that cut, like he was acting that way. And then they they cut it they were like i'll try this and di- he did it differently that way rather mm. than him looking completely scared <laughs> <laughs> uh and i love that johnny just continues to train and doesn't even look at him just keeps going like he knows he knows he's you know he knows he all it takes is a look <laughs> yep yep he's he frightened him off we'll, we'll discuss we'll talk about that later you know mm. we'll, i'll discuss things with him later about coming to my dojo mm. um all right, so we cut to. Uh, I mean, really, he's he, uh, Daniel's lucky that um, Johnny wasn't more aggressive with him here. Like, yeah, he could have been like Crease. He could have taken a page from Crease and be like, "You don't come in here and drop a challenge and leave." <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Just by walking in. Yeah, he could have called him out on the mat. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you over there. <laughs> um. So anything else for the dojo at all? We're, we're leaving Cobra Kai if so. Or if not. If so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I can't hear you. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, through the uh, the window of the Orient Express restaurant, we see Daniel just sitting there gloom. And Lucille puts a glass of milk in front of him. And uh, starts talking like, hey, guess what? I'm going to be training as a manager. Isn't that great? However, like as you're the outside shot, like, She's not talking at all. You just hear this. It's all She's, overdubbed. Yeah, it's all overdubbed there. Mm. Uh, and so you guys are thinking, hey, wait a second. <laughs> she got a job at Rocket Computers. What is she doing working here? Well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was wondering that. I'm like, that's not why she came here originally, right? Yeah. And 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 when she says a. Uh, uh, a manager position came up. She's talking about this restaurant. A manager position? I don't, I don't, I don't, um, wait, when did she say the manager position? Uh, I have it written down. She says hostess. Oh, she said hostess. I thought she oh. said manager. Uh, wait, maybe she's, see, I'm, I have my, I have my notes for the deleted scene as well. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, no, no. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to be trained as a manager. Isn't that great? Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, that's right. So but it's for deleted... a restaurant? The manager for the restaurant. I, I think I'm assuming a shift manager. Okay. If anything, <laughs> um, I'm sure they're not going to be like, "Here's the keys." <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so 
yeah, if you're wondering what's going on here, it is actually explained in a deleted scene. And again, if you really want to see it, like check out the rehearsal video on YouTube. Um, um, if you see the one that they chopped all the different rehearsal bits together, it is about 14 and a half minutes in. So there's a scene back at the South Seeds where it, and it takes place after the soccer tryouts. Daniel is just kind of like, He's, he's gone home, he's sitting on the couch, he's staring at the TV, he's just looking really mopey and sad. And then Lucille walks in and he immediately like puts on like a fake cheery act because, you know, he doesn't want her to get all concerned. Yeah. He's already gotten a black eye, he doesn't want any more attention about it. Uh, so yeah, Lucille walks in, she's super excited and she's like, I got a job, but, you know, not at Rocket Computers. It, uh, and it turns out it went bankrupt. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and then he's like, and then Daniel's immediate response is like, oh, so we're going home? <laughs> and Lucille says, we are home. Uh, and then she tells him that she, after finding out that she had no job at Rocket Computers, um, she was walking home. And then suddenly out from the restaurant, a wage, uh, somebody comes running out of the restaurant and, and starts yelling, I quit. And then the manager's like, you're fired. <laughs> and so she's like, hmm. <laughs> uh, there's a job here. So she goes in and applies and is hired on the spot as a hostess, according to her story. Mm. And th then Daniel gives it back to her, like, like scoffs that like, Oh, she did all these night classes on computers and now she's going to be a waitress. And Lucille is like, wait, I'm a hostess. That's a big difference there. Get it right. <laughs> and then Daniel also, you know, this is another kind of, mini subplot they kind of drop from the movie but daniel says he just got his driver's permit and uh lucille is like rushing around the apartment and doesn't seem to be listening to him as he's talking about this and uh even though this this is like the one thing daniel has to be happy about these days <laughs> um and then right before she leaves to go work her first shift she says how about driving lessons at the end of the week and that you know cheers him up so when we go to the Orient Express here, uh, initially it was supposed to be he was he didn't have his bike. He actually pulls up uh, after driving them to the Orient Express and he was driving. So. So anyway, that was so, yeah, they just kind of cut all that out. But I don't know. Um, Lucille does say in the actual movie that. You know, I'm going to be trained as a hostess two nights a week, and there's going to be great benefits, and you can never get those of working on computers. So you, this is, like, really the only clue you get that it didn't work out. But, yeah. So did she – she just went out there without even knowing she had a job, or she did have a job, and it just – it was yeah. unfortunate timing, and it went out of business. Yeah, they yeah. went bankrupt. She she got a job. Apparently, she took a bunch I, – I assume she probably saw a flyer. And was like rocket computers take you know five night classes and you and you will have a job at here in sunny California <laughs> and and it might have been just like a, like a scam I'm assuming <laughs> but like when she got out there it said bankrupt so the, the tech bubble broke yeah I guess so <laughs> uh so yeah Daniel in the restaurant is looking a bit mopey and uh, Lucille asks him what's wrong and she starts to ask him what happened. Uh, when he went to the country and he hated it because he had no friends. I, so like I was, I immediately had to think like, Oh, what was Daniel sent up state for? <laughs> or did, did he have to go to the farm or something for a little while? <laughs> like, Oh, you're getting a bit too much kid. I'm sending you upstate. 
Or do you think <laughs> it was just like, I, I guess it was just maybe with, with, with a relative or something like that. Mm. But yeah, he says uh, he got poison ivy. Oh, is Mr. Uh, Mr. Mr. Mope. Mr. Who? Mr. Mope. Oh. <laughs> you mean he's always a Mr. Mopey face? He's a Mr. Mopey face. <laughs> uh, so, meanwhile, we see something developing outside. <laughs> Did you guys, you guys notice yep. this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and was this, uh, this wasn't Tommy again, was it? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, yeah. Tommy. They're all like saying goodbye to each other. Then Tommy walks toward the Ori- the Orient Express and then just stops in the middle of the street. Just like, what? So Tommy <laughs> then, is the real villain of this movie. I'm getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. Yeah, there's and a there, there's that meme going around that who's the real villain of this and that. And uh, yeah, the, it would be a good you could make a good case for Tommy being the real villain. Mm-hmm. I'm going to steal that from you. People are not going to know for weeks that I took it from you. They're going to think I was original. I'm sorry to bring up something from the future, but Tommy is – what happens in Cobra Kai? Which one is Tommy? Is he the one who passes away or yes. is he the yes. – oh, dang it. Yeah. I was hoping he was the one who went to religion because <laughs> no. it would be such a, a face turn. <laughs> uh, yeah, right? Um, but I just love the huge smile that he gets on his face uh, and then he turns around. Yeah. I had a couple other fun facts here for you guys. Uh, did you notice that Daniel picks up his French fry and sniffs it? Yeah. <laughs> what? You don't do that. <laughs> so see if Sometimes this is going bad it right up my nose. <laughs> uh, Ralph Macchio says in every movie, uh, in every play that he's in, anytime he's in a food scene, he says he always smells his food. He says, because I have a terrible sense of smell. That's, that's the excuse he has for that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's so Go see weird. if the nose still works. Mm-hmm. Did they poison it? Yeah, yeah, right. Did they they finally taken me out with the scene. Uh, and the other fun fact is, yeah, um, this view of Cobra Kai is not the same location as the one we see later in the movie. Exterior is um, different from the interior, or no, no, uh, two different uh, exteriors. Two different exteriors. Uh-huh. Yeah. I believe they want the one they go to is also the place they shot the interior. Because uh, I did see a location video, like one of those movie location videos, and mm-hmm. they actually walked into the Cobra Kai and the look, you know, what this isn't a student. Like, like we uh, we dropped t- towards the beginning of the movie that um, Daniel and Lucille's the the apartment they have is the only set they built. Yeah. I mean, besides the one they built in the the parking lot for Miyagi's office. But uh, yeah, this is uh, this is Lancashire Boulevard. No, no, this is Wilshire Boulevard. The the one that we're going to see later is Lancashire Boulevard. So I guess they needed to get this like view of the restaurant. So they yeah. needed to, to just put up a karate sign to pretend uh, that's it's Cobra Kai and that's it. Hmm. Yeah. It's also, I don't know, this might be really nitpicky, but like, like what's with that font that they use for karate? <laughs> like, yeah. like, I always see that, like, uh, I don't know, is is it a certain font that you use for karate dojos or, I don't know. Karate no, Sands. Karate Sands. Yeah. Karate Sands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really don't have a question there. It's just, uh, just funny. Um, all right. So um, since it's our Friday episode, 
we have to, unless you guys had anything else for that I missed. Nope. No? Okay. Uh, since this is our Friday episode, is there anything kind of spoiler you want to talk about, Jesse, like later in the movie, uh, any sequels that you like the best, uh, Cobra Kai, anything you wanted, wanted to talk about? I'm just going to hand you the podium since I talk too much. Um, I will say that in reference to your uh, question on Wednesday, um, Daniel does have a strange track record with women because uh-huh. like after this movie, Allie, you don't see her ever again. Right. In Karate Kid Part 2, he meets the, the Japanese lady and it seems like they're like smitten. Then yeah. Karate Kid Part 3, oh no, <laughs> she's not involved. <laughs> and then it's the other lady and then uh, in Cobra Kai, he married someone else completely. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, man, can you just pick one? And <laughs> He's too much of a ladies' man. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, you know, he was he was juggling at least two back in Newark. I mean, that it seemed to be. <laughs> <laughs> There's Judy, and I don't even know. <laughs> uh, you know, he's, a, he's he's got charisma. Uh, he, you know, he's got he's got moves. Like he, he told the boys on the beach, it's like, we got moves. Yeah, um, yeah it, it is interesting. I, you know, I wonder if, um, I wonder if uh, they wanted um, Daniel to, I don't know, they wanted to like repeat the format of Daniel falling in love with somebody and like, okay, let's like, would it have been boring if they couldn't have Daniel falling in love with somebody in Karate Kid 2? Because I mean, I almost feel like, I don't, I'm not I'm not sure which relationship I enjoy more the one in the one with Allie or the one in two and I wish I could remember her name but we're not studying that minute by minute right now. All I know is when I was a kid I didn't care for my heroes to get involved in a love story. I was like that's the most boring part of any movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I don't know in two it doesn't seem like he's really like he's it's definitely a fight over the girl in the first one but in two it doesn't seem you know, like chosen's not really interested in her yeah she's not the focus it's just right. she's you know she lives there and is part of the situation it's just yeah how, how do you do part two without glory of love and the 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 bond dance and all that <laughs> come on <laughs> i mean but two is still so good yeah like like in two uh, the, the Japanese guys are like legit trying to kill him. They like use weapons and stuff to like, you know, you're not gonna no mer- like no mercy is another level in Japan. You know, yeah, he gets um, in a real death match. <laughs> oh yeah, um, it's the honor thing. And then three, I think three takes a lot of crap, but it's I think it's really good because like it's so dark, like <laughs> the lengths Crease goes to 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 mess with uh, Daniel is just, Oh, it, it just makes my skin crawl. How he just like has that like silver guy train him like that, mm. like really bad way of karate, you know, bleeding his knuckles and stuff. And he's ah. got that, that other dude, you know, training to beat him too. And it's just, and Daniel has no idea. And right. So good. And uh, just Cobra Kai is just excellent. It's just like, you know, chef's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Karate you know, Kid three had one of the best long cons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, talking, you know, speaking strictly of relationships, you know, I, I, I'm definitely, um, a proponent of this and I've seen this online a lot. Like, 
Like, yeah, you want Daniel to see Allie again, maybe in season three, who knows what's going to happen, but you don't want, you know, Daniel to end up with Allie all of a sudden and no. break out his marriage, you know, you want him to still be, because, you know, his wife's great too, you know, yeah. so. At the same time, that would be his character because he is, <laughs> you know, can be kind of a scumbag and it yeah. would, you know. <laughs> um, I can't wait to get into that antagonist question for Cobra Kai. <laughs> Um, so one side thing I wanted to mention, uh, there's, there's a group called, I don't know if you've discussed it. It's a a band called no more Kings and they did a song called sweep the leg and the music video stars several of your favorite karate kid actors, uh, playing themselves, which is pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I, I, I have seen it before. Matt, Matt, you've seen it, right? Yeah. I think you, um, is that the one where like the, the Cobra Kai are all living in like a van in the desert or something, <laughs> or is that a different one? Oh man, it's, it's been a while since I've yeah. seen it. <laughs> it starts off with them order or delivering pizza, though. So <laughs> I know there's going to be we're going to have to do a bonus episode with you know talking about a lot of that additional Karate Kid. I mean, I know there's a one there's one with Crease Crease advertising for QuickBooks. I think it's <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I'm going to want to, I'm going to want to cover, I mean, this is Karate Kid Minute. We're going to talk about just about everything Karate Kid. (laughs) I know there's something that calls itself Karate Kid. We might mention once in a while, but, (laughs) uh, yeah. So cool. Well, Jesse, it's been great having you on here and we want people to, you know, hear your other thoughts on uh karate kid, check out best around podcast. I know I enjoyed it. Um, you ever think about going back and just trying it again, Can you finish it up. Just is that one thing you left hanging. I have been, it's, it's definitely been a thing that um, like is in the back of my mind. Like, come on, just, you've got like 40 or 50 minutes to go. Might as well yeah. finish it. So I might, I might bring it back. You guys have, well, just rekindled it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and of course, want to definitely tell everybody about Game That Tune as well. Oh, yes. Definitely check out GameThatTune.com or just go to any of your podcast catcher and search for Game That Tune. And uh, you'll hear lots of video game music shenanigans. How much has Streets of Rage come up? I was playing um, Streets of Rage 4 today. So great. Uh, we've used all four on the show. So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Because Yuzo Koshiro is one hell of a composer. He is. Well, uh, this is a dumb one. You guys remember on Monday and Wednesday how we had to stop talking because it was the end of the podcast for the day? What happened? (laughs) That's when you're supposed to say we got poison ivy. But, you know, Uh that's just such a stupid reference. Uh, (laughs) But uh, thanks again for joining us, Jesse. Oh, it was great. Um, I'd love to do it again sometime. Cool. Cool. Well, we'll at least have to have you back for two, uh, if not sooner. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, so, uh, I, I think we're going to start doing this. I'm going to remember to do this, uh, the, uh, the, um, tune in next week, uh, a little teaser for next week. Um, so the teaser I have for this week is, uh, tune in next week when Daniel learns how to take a fall and somehow it's the bike's fault. (laughs) (laughs) He never forgives that bike. (laughs) And until next time, get him a body bag. Yeah!